and welcome back to the one and only wrestling cheers right here on the brand new trending topics network.com and this is a gonna be a crazy fucking show because this is wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name and we have you as our jaylit winner spoiler alert but get into a little bit of contact information if you want to get a hold of us you can easily follow us at wrestling cheers on twitter where you can find probably a lot of tweets from this coming weekend a lot of stuff that we will go over and of course you can email us wrestling cheers at gmail.com not really a thing that a lot of people do but just twitter is probably the best way and of course facebook.com slash wrestling cheers get the facebook page out there a little bit more a lot of the tweets come in from there not a lot of action going on it but if you want to know where you can find us on facebook there it is anyway without further ado i am your host i am heavy set and i'm hoping that i sound a little bit different because i finally upgraded my setup that i've really wanted to do for years and this is the very first thing that i'm doing with that setup and i'm really really looking forward to all of it now without any other further ado let's let's bring on who else is on this show well He's been on the show ever since the name changed, so and he's a fan favorite, so kind of got to keep him on. So we have the one and only Caden Ranky. Hello. How you doing, Caden? Good. It's almost Jaylet weekend. It's going to be ridiculous like it usually is. I think this is going to go on just a whole another level. The AIW multi-day weekends are always insane, mm-hmm. but this is, Jaylet's always on another level. Like, I'll even admit, like, with a lot of the day one stuff, I really wasn't as hyped for it. But as time has gone, like, there's just so much stuff being added to it, and it's just going to be a crazy, crazy week. And it's, like, it's funny, too, because we look at um, Absolution as our WrestleMania, but it feels like j is our WrestleMania weekend. It really is. Like, over the years, it sort of became that, with everything that's going on over the two days. And so, so much more going on this year. But let's let's also move on to who else we have here on the call. We have returning from, well, finally debuting on Wrestling Cheers. Hasn't been on since the one of the last shows for the Ohio Indie Report. We have Dustin Alberti. Hi everybody, how are you guys? I'm I'm doing fantastic. And good. It's, it's, it's good that we don't have Peyton on, so we don't have any really bad jokes. Horrible jokes. <laughs> Why, why'd you go, aww? Roasted. You, you never heard any of his jokes? No, and that's probably a good thing. It's so bad. Yeah, they're just He's so bad. They're swinging a mess. <laughs> anyway, this weekend we have JLIT 2017, May 26th and 27th, obviously at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Cleveland, Ohio. It's fucking JLIT, baby. <laughs> and. Uh, so many people are in this. What are the ones, uh, some of the guys that are your favorites? Entries this year? Yeah. Um, Super Crazy is probably, like, the number one for me. That's insane that he's in. I mean, it's crazy. I'm uh, gonna avoid fa- that one, but yeah, that'll work. <laughs> By favorites, do you mean, like, favorites to win it, or just favorite people in it? Just favorite people in it. Who doesn't love Janela? Who doesn't love Space Monkey? Who doesn't love Dick Justice? Who doesn't love Alex Daniels? I mean, really, I could just go through the entire list and say, who doesn't love? Wait a because minute. it's it, 
it's a it's a pretty solid list. Dick Justice isn't. Oh no, that's Matt yeah, Justice. I yeah, lied. Yeah, we got. I lied to everybody. We got the family tree going on, so now it's too many justices. Just I. Justice for all. Too many just I. Yeah, so we have Matt Justice in this. Matt Justice. Just looking at the list, and it just shows last name. Sorry, guys. I'm a fool, and I'll own up to it. Yeah, I made I made that mistake looking at all the entrants, and I went, wait a minute. Like, which, which Justice is this? I'm like, wait a minute, is Dick Justice even going to be here? Which, he's... I don't know. But he might. Unless he shows you up never day know. two. There's a lot of stuff that can happen day two. You never know who's going to show up jail at weekend. Yeah, just because you're not booked for day one doesn't mean we have no chance of seeing you day two. And just because you're not booked for day one doesn't mean we have no chance of seeing you day one. Think about how many times they've had to do a last-minute replacement if something happens. You never know what's going to happen. Is this true? Yeah. We've had travel issues. Yeah, we've had last year was a really bad travel year, I remember. And then a couple years before that, too. 2015 was bad, too. They're all kind of blending together when it comes to travel issues. We could play a game of, like, who's coming from Canada and who might have travel issues, which isn't a lot. Not kind of good. This year, it's anyone who has flights. Yeah. There's a good handful of flights coming in, so those you got to worry about. Hopefully, I don't get delayed. Or we just might happen to see Dick Justice in this and not even know it. Anything can happen. All right. Now, as we were discussing before we officially started recording, the bracket has changed from tradition. There was change last year, but I believe, if I'm correct, wasn't almost changed at the last minute, or just like no one really, it wasn't really talked. The change wasn't talked about until the day of the show. They brought it up and asking if they thought if people thought it was a good idea or not and then they decided i think it was a couple weeks beforehand to do it in this format and they just really liked the way it worked out last year so they decided they would keep it again for this year for those who don't know we're gonna have obviously 12 opening round matches day one and then day two it's actually gonna be divided up into three four ways and one three way if i'm correct right that is correct Correct. And that's where we will get the winner, but don't think you're going to be shortchanged when it comes to day two, because besides also having the Back to the Future Cup, which I totally forgot to bring up on my uh, tablet, but we also have other matches that have been announced. Uh, two Pick Your Poison matches, which we seem to be getting almost every year now, day two of Jailet, which is a good thing. We have Tim Donst versus, well, not Tim Donst and Lewis Linden. And their opponent, obviously, for Absolution, the opposite, will be picking their opponents for these matches. So it's going to be really interesting to see who Lewis Linden picks for Tim Donst and who Tim Donst picks for Lewis Linden. Just real quick, like, do you guys have any thoughts of like who could these mystery opponents be? Because I've been trying to figure out who would make good opponents. And something, I mean, the thing is, too, we could be seeing people who aren't necessarily going to make it today, too, according to the bracket. But we could also see people who, like I said, like we were saying earlier, aren't booked at all. I haven't really been able to figure out any. If I had to guess, sorry, sorry, Katie, didn't mean to go off. If I had to guess, and these are my two picks, I think Lyndon will choose Flip Kendrick, and I think Donst will choose. I, I, I mean, it's really, really out there, but I think like a Nick Gage, or it'll be somebody really crazy outside of the box will be the pick for Donst. I really want it to be Nick Gage, but... Gage will be back before the end of the year, I have a feeling. Yes. 
he did mention on a Facebook Live video that, you know, he, he wants to come back to AIW. He didn't necessarily say when. My prediction for that is actually when he's going to come back. I'm, I'm thinking Absolution, but I'm not saying in a match. I kind of think Donst beats Linden, but instead, after the match, Nick Gage comes out. That's an interesting idea. I like it. So, so you're saying that we're going to see Donst versus... You're saying Donst versus Gage, because you, you, you had actually said, like, Linden's going to pick... Yeah, Lyndon, I think it'll be I think it'll be Donst versus Flip. And I think okay. Donst is gonna like you know, like okay. I had to find somebody who I know can be violent, I know can be and I've been in the ring with him, that whole thing. And then he chooses somebody like a Nick Gage or like a Danny Havoc. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be somebody more from the uh not necessarily deathmatch style, but the more violent style of wrestling. Somebody who we don't normally more see hardcore or style. Yeah. Somebody we don't normally see Lyndon go up against. Okay, Caden, th- this was in a conversation in our one of our private chats on uh, Facebook Messenger. What if the mystery opponent for Donst is Dickinson? That would be something. I actually was going to bring up Dickinson, but I don't think that that's where they'd bring him back at, personally. I mean, if you have a, if you have a logical way to bring him in, let me know it, and I'll can maybe sway me. I think as long as it's a surprise entrance, like, we never know who's coming back. We've seen it in Gauntlet for the Gold. We've seen it in just like, oh, we need to fill fill an opponent up, whether it be travel yeah, issues or not. So just it's possible. Not saying it's for sure, but it's definitely yeah. possible. I think I think we'll we'll see possibly Linden versus either Facade if he doesn't make it to day two of the tournament, or Ethan. I'm agreeing kind of with Flip, but it would be Flip versus uh, Linden. Or that was the one I was thinking of. What about uh, DJZ? Is he medically medical. cleared yet? Uh, I was forgetting about the whole medical thing. Yeah, he's medically cleared, I think. Isn't he? Didn't he just have matches in Impact? I thought so it was pre-taped. No, I think I thought it was after the injury. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's still on the injury list. I could, I, I could see him coming back. Are you saying for him against Donst or him against uh, Linden? Linden. See, I could see Linden bringing him in to go up against Donst and go back to the, uh, um, what's it called? What was the group they were in? Uh, Flexor Industries. <laughs> I was just thinking, what if we get a callback from Jaylit, I want to say, I can't remember, I think it was 2013. Tim Donst versus Mickey Knuckles. That would be something. I doubt it's happening, but that would be crazy. Because she's wrestling again, isn't she? I think so. I think she's very selective on her dates. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I could see that. All right. Uh, let's get into this bracket. We're just going to go over who we think is going to win in round one. Because after that, like, it, we'd all have our own brackets. And they're all... I don't think there's going to be a, a bracket uh, contest this year. I'm not 100% sure. It hasn't really been talked about. But I know there wasn't one last year, and I don't remember if there was one a year before that. I would guess no, just because I think that a lot of it was people were getting mad because there were there'd be lineup changes day of, and it totally break yeah. people's brackets. And that I think big with Biggins with Biggins not being there, I think he had a lot to do with mm-hmm. getting all that stuff together and I stuff agree. like that. So we'll. But bottom line is we'll just go over round one because then we all we will ha- end up having our own different matchups. But we'll just we'll 
maybe we'll say who we think's going to win. I wish I would have... I normally do this where I go back and listen to our predictions, but for the Absolution episode that we'll do, I'll re-listen to the end of the year episode and see what we said who was going to win Gauntlet for the Golden Jailet. I'm pretty sure nobody said Lyndon, but Jailet could be open. I want to say, didn't Peyton might have said that like a woman was going to win this, so if Britt Baker loses, then that's out the window. But I'm not 100% sure. You might have even said it too, Dustin. I can't remember. I don't know what I said. The the, the female pick has been thrown out quite often at Jailet. But I think I think my gauntlet pick might have been like a surprise entrant or something. That's normally what I do. Yeah. Something out of, out of, out of nowhere. As I try to stall for time, because for some reason my, my tablet wanted to just change what it was doing. As he stalls for time. What are you using your tablet for? Just, just to look at the matches? Yeah. Do you want me to start it then? Sure. I'll start at the top. What is the first match that was on it that I was literally just about to read? Then I was like, no, no, we're going to... We're gonna okay, and then window. make make the edit here. So yeah, I guess the first match that we'd be looking at is uh, Hot Sauce versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going with Hot Sauce for this one. Just winning the entire tournament, leaving it to that. I mean, we were going to wait to announce our winner, but yeah, uh, Hot Sauce is one of my considerations. So I have him. I I, I have him winning here. I. Uh, I also would have to pick Hot Sauce, not to make things less interesting, but I also would pick Hot Sauce to win this match. I mean, depending on who who's going to win these other three matches, it could lead to a very interesting Fatal 4-Way, because my pick in the next one would go really well with Hot Sauce, and that's uh, Dominic Greeny versus Guido. Uh, I like I like Dom. I really like Dom. He's been on the, the kind of a streak lately since beating BJ and that just kind of adds to a nice stack match for round two of already of at least on my side of hot sauce and Dom. I agree there. I'm going to disagree only because I'm sticking to my laurels and saying Guido's winning it all. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, uh, do you have, do you have money on that one? I, I don't put money on anything. <laughs> all right. We also have uh, Jimmy rave versus, I'm not a big MMA fan, so Dustin, uh, what's his name again? Because uh, like like it's, you, I just had the bracket up. So it, like, it's filthy, filthy Tom Waller. Okay. Let me tell you something. This guy, real deal. Probably the best MMA fighter turned professional wrestler on the indie scene today. I'm just saying it. I don't know who we put him up against, but I would say arguably the best MMA fighter turned professional wrestler on the indies today. Counting females i said in general best mma fighter turned into wrestler and i'm not counting dan severn because dan severn is a legend <laughs> i don't know if you're, you're comparing him against Shayna. i mean that's definitely debatable but we know he he's at least the best male mma fighter turned wrestler i would say on the indies because i think josh barnett josh barnett oh, yeah. is a very fantastic professional wrestler but he doesn't really do the indies anymore. At least I don't believe he does. He, he commentates. And does that count? He does do commentary. I don't know. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I had to go with the best male indie wrestler to go in today from MMA, it'd be Filthy Lawler. Well, who, who do you have winning this one? I have Tom Lawler winning this one. I'm going to second that one. Making this real uninteresting, but I'm agreeing. 
Did you pick your winner for uh, Dom and Guido, Caden? I can't remember. Oh, Dom. Yeah, yeah, you picked Dom. So. All right, and to fill out this section of the bracket, Mike Tolar versus Britt Baker with the Duke ringside for Tolar. Uh, I, I got to go with the Duke. Not the Duke. I mean Mike Tolar, but Duke's winning Jay <laughs> Give it to Duke. Duke's on, guys. Duke Swerve. He's clocking in. Duke's Duke's clocking clocking in. in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going uh, Tolar. What about you guys? I'm agreeing. I'm going Baker just because I think it'll make a very interesting. No matter who wins those first three matches, I think putting Baker in there makes it a very interesting four-way. I think Baker is going to have her hands full day two. Yeah, I you know. I guess we're looking forward to day two. I think Tolar could buy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I think someone else on this bracket might be interfering, or maybe I know where you're headed, or and I know what you're thinking, or one of the uh, companions or one of the the, the stooges of uh, another person on this bracket just might be interfering. Your favorite stooge is the keyword. Stooges, <laughs> total stooges. Yes, my favorite, Doctor Dan. So moving on to. Section two, Joey Janela versus the Laredo Kid. I think this, this, could, this could this could be a uh, I don't want to say show stealer, at least a night stealer. I kind of want the show to begin with this because Janela and Laredo will be fucking crazy. This will be like one another one of those insane lucha matches because that's been a theme recently. Uh, I think it's just going to be insane regardless because Janela's in it and Janela's a nutcase. Understatement. Understatement. He's definitely, he's definitely got a couple screws loose. So, who do you guys got winning this? I think so far of all the matches we've covered, and Grant, we still have the rest of this bracket and the other bracket to go. I gotta go. I'm gonna go Laredo. I am also going Laredo. Looking at the card, I'm also going Laredo, mostly because I have a feeling about this uh, this second round four with. It might be crazy. Going from it might be super crazy. <laughs> very, very good transition. But I was gonna go with the whole or segue, I should say. From what are you gonna be, say? Are you gonna say it could be havoc? No, I was gonna say that what can go from being an opening match to what could possibly be the main event of the night. We have a guy who is super, a guy who is crazy. We have super crazy versus M Dog Macross making his return. Making his return because wrestling is forever. Easily, uh, like I said, a candidate for main event of the night. I'm. I'll actually admit I'm not all that thrilled that Super Crazy is going to be here. Like I don't hate him, but I don't love him at the same time. Like there was a mm. conversation of like, oh my god, this is amazing, and I just went, yeah. And they went, like, why are you? Why are you excited for it? I'm just like, I'm just not. Like I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not going to be someone who is a fan of uh, independent wrestling company or any wrestling company and criticize them for who they book and try to say they don't know what they're doing because I feel a certain way about a particular older wrestler being booked. I think the, I think the drawing thing, I think the, I think the good thing about super crazy is, I mean, like you said, I don't think like to me, I like super crazy, but I wouldn't necessarily go, Oh yeah, sweet. Super crazy. That's amazing. I like it because I'm, Super crazy doesn't come around that often, mm-hmm. and it's not a wrestler you're going to see all the time. So it's a, I think it's a good bring in, 
it's not necessarily like a like a oh my god I'm freaking out type bring in, but I think it's a good one that's just different and it's a good it's a it's a good way to use a older talent, somebody who people are gonna know, people are gonna see and bring people in, but not be like a a washed up old guy. It's an actual mm-hmm. it's an actual person that you don't see very often that doesn't get booked especially in the Midwest, I don't think it gets booked very often. Yeah. I think that's the that's the real good thing to have in a guy like super crazy. If he if he would get booked in the Midwest, it would probably have the connection of Tommy Dreamer doing the booking, but that would probably be it. Yeah, it's probably the only place. So like it's it's like one of those things. I, like I'm not gonna knock it. I don't think it, I don't think it's a bad booking. I just feel like I'm not a part of the the crowd that's excited for it. And it was was kind of reason because like I'm not a big MMA person, so um, Waller wasn't really thrilled about Super Crazy. Not really thrilled about. And the same, uh, same thing with Mordecai. The thing that actually recently picked me up about the whole Mordecai thing is I didn't realize that this is the official return of Mordecai, that Kevin Thorne has gone with the Kevin Thorne, I don't want to say gimmick, but you know he, he's done that for so long now. This is the official return. And I went, okay, that actually makes it a little more special because it was like, uh, kind of reminds me of Paul Birchall. Yeah, that surprises me too because he's brought up Mordecai and stuff. Like, if you follow him on Twitter, mm-hmm. which for some reason I have been for a while, and I don't really know when I added him or why <laughs> I added him necessarily, but he does always talk about like he wants to get more bookings and stuff like this, and he does seem to get booked relatively often. I wouldn't say he's getting like booked like most indie guys, but he's getting booked at shows here and there. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably one of his biggest. Uh, bookings he's taken in a while and he always says like i'll do any gimmick i had this and that and i'm surprised nobody has him do mordecai because it is such a weird niche thing but i I feel like that's what aiw does like (sighs) they'll pull that gimmick that people haven't been asking for and just like hey can you do that like paul birchall hey can you bring bring back the pirate really you want the pirate will you do it hell yeah well, that's the thing, though, too, and I, I mean, I guess we're talking a lot about Mordecai, and that's still a little bit farther down the line, Yeah. but there has been, for the past few years, like, mostly headed by Kayfabe News, like, this really big, um, like, groundswell of support to bring back Mordecai, and it started off as a joke, and now it's coming to fruition. Well, we'll we'll get more on Mordecai in the in uh, the next part of the bracket. But we have, like we were saying, Super Crazy versus M Dog, Matt Cross. Uh, I'm gonna go Super Crazy. I'm gonna go with Cross, only for the fact that I think we're gonna get Super Crazy first Guido day two. Looking at this bracket, like I haven't really like did a full analysis of the bracket up until like just now, but. Purely what if, if this part, the Fatal 4-Way match was Laredo Kid versus Super Crazy versus Gringo Loco versus Stephen. That's kind of what I was headed towards with this bracket. That's why I had originally picked Laredo. It'd be a very, I mean, they always talk, Caden said earlier, they look for that Lucha style here and there nowadays. And I think a 4-Way Lucha match with those four guys would just be insane. We'll get on the other two matches uh, shortly, but if I'm picking, because actually, also M Dog could easily fit in that match too. It, it's a pick which he is still going to fit in that formula if we went with that fatal four way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go M Dog. So moving on to the next matchup, Gringo Loco versus Colin Delaney. Uh, one half 
of the AIW Tag Team Champions, Caden's favorite tag team in the world. This will probably set the stage for our Absolution tag match, I'm guessing. Um, if I'm going to pick, I'm going to go Colin. Switch it up? Yep. I could see why, though. Mm-hmm. One half of Crazy Pain advances, and they continue that. I, I kind of think neither of them advance. Hmm. Because um, there, 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 there are favorites to win of uh, recently conducted on Twitter at Wrestling Cheers. A lot of people like Hot Sauce winning. Another really big favorite is the current AIW Intense champion, Alex Daniels, who's also in the same bracket. I see Colin winning and Daniels winning. I, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that one. <sighs> The only one that's weird is the Colin one. I'm I'm going I'm gonna stick with the Lucha Four Way and I'm gonna say Gringo, even though I do I do kinda like where you're going there, having Colin beat Gringo and then you know. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Lucha Four Way just because Lucha and Flippies. And Flippies and Lucha. Did you throw out your Payne Daniels match, uh, Dustin? No, uh, I'm going to go Payne and make it, like I said, the Lucha 4 way okay. with, with Payne, Gringo, Super Crazy, and Laredo. As perfect as I really think that would be, I'm just going to go with w- what I had said. So we're all we're all a little bit different in that bracket, which is good. And uh, let's let's get into the, the final bracket. bracket. See, actually, before we do that, we do have one person announced for day two. We don't have a match. We just know he's going to be there, and he won't be there Friday night because of uh, he will be in New York. But former Bullet Club member Adam Page, um, I almost said Adam Page, Adam Cole, Adam, Adam Page is, is a, he's still a he's still a Bullet Club member. Yeah, uh, Adam Page, he is often forgotten, but he's still a Bullet Adam Club. Page, baby, <laughs> the Hangman, the Hangman, Adam Page. I, I got I could use the excuse that I got distracted because the the next bracket, the first match has Page in it, but Adam Cole. Is going baby day two of Jalen. The only like I will admit this is one I was excited about, but a part of me went, oh, why didn't I know this in March? You know when I went to WrestleMania and paid money to meet him at Ring of Honor, which granted I might have saved. I don't know if I would have saved money or not, but I'm like, uh, damn it, I'm not as excited. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. If Adam Cole is gonna be there on day two and it's day day, it's Adam Cole day day because that's day two two days. Adam Cole day day. I thought Peyton wasn't on the show. That was a really good joke, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should have said that you were doing your Peyton impression. And then, like... That would... Actually, if I were to do like Peyton, I'd be like, I, I would be stumbling over the joke. I wouldn't be clearly, coherently telling the joke. I would just go, Adam Cole Day Day, and nobody would understand it. So I, I explained it. I got it out there, put it out to the world. We do seem to have a problem. We have three people on the show. There's at least one person who's telling bad jokes. It's normally you, Justin. Thank you. I appreciate Oof. that. How, okay, how's it normally me? Because we just said it was Peyton. It's normal. It's normally Peyton. It's Isn't normally it? Peyton. We know who it was beforehand. Yeah, it wasn't me. And it wasn't me. That. So we know who the third person was. Oh. We're not going to bring it up. So. RPGW. <laughs> All right. Um, the, what do you guys think Adam Cole is going to fit in to day two? My pick, I think him versus Swoggle. Or Swoggle and Dr. Dan or something versus Britt Baker and Adam Cole. And Adam Cole? Mm. Adam Cole's baby. That's very interesting. 
That is very interesting. I like I like that idea of a tag match, but I feel like if you're bringing in Adam Cole, is that how you wanna is that how you wanna use him in a match against Swaggle? Well, the match is gonna go unadvertised for right now, but we're gonna know after day one. Home probably almost guaranteed. I mean, will we? I mean, it could still be a surprise. It could be Adam Cole versus still surprise. You never know. They they sometimes they won't announce things like that, and you won't know until you get there. Well, we'll find out on at least by Saturday. We'll find out on we'll, Sunday. We'll find. We'll, we'll know by Sunday. Yeah, we'll, for sure, we'll, we'll know, know by, by Sunday. Sunday. That, that's my pick. Wow. What about you guys? This is the first one that popped in my head was Cole versus Britt because AIW was the promotion that would book this match. Mm-hmm. I think that's possible. Um, I think that I think that a lot of people have come up with that one, Hayden. I think it's a good pick. I liked. I liked your idea, Justin. I just don't know about putting. Adam Cole against, you know, just putting him against Swaggle in a tag match. And not necessarily a throwaway, but putting him in as like a, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to bring Adam Cole and you got to use him for like, a, you have to put in some kind of like, you have to bring some type of bang with it. I don't know. I don't have any ideas necessarily. I'd have to go back. I feel like, I just feel like there's something missing, something that, but there's there's got to be a match with Adam Cole supposedly leaving the Indies. I mean, is it is it a confirmed that he's gone at like the end of June, right? That's the consensus for timing. I mean, I don't know. Like after the whole um, Bullet Club thing happened, literally, the, I kept seeing like, oh, he's gonna show up at Takeover Chicago, and I went, no, he's not. Like they're not doing it that quick. Well, he was putting out like things like that, but I feel like, like I said, I I know he's in the super. Was it the Super 8 in IWC? Super Indy. Super Indy in IWC? On, on the 10th. Yeah, I know he's in that. So, I mean, that's the beginning of June. So, you figure there's Same only so many... Yeah, there's only so many days that can be... Uh, like, there's, there's only so many bookings he can take until then. And it's got to be against somebody who's... Either he hasn't faced before, somebody who he's had a long-standing feud with. I mean, Something like that. They could save the big match for Absolution if they have them booked for it. What day is Absolution? So Absolution's in July, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't even know there being a cutoff. I just I feel like there's some type of cutoff because there's obviously something going on because I think the last booking he is taking right now, at least that he's been announced for, is the Super Indie. And I mean, it could it could easily be one of those things where he's just not taking bookings right now or he's not telling people to announce his bookings right now. So he can surprise people doing this or surprise people doing that, which his, can easily happen. A lot of his current bookings make sense. Like, like I know he has a, a show on Friday somewhere in New York, and you know he's going against Cody. That makes sense. And then with these two, I feel like they're they're not far from his. Actually, that should be the thing too. He's not, they're all not real far from where he lives. I mean, they're not close, close, but they're not like that far. He's probably I don't, I don't know if he's driving to him or not, but you know with him living in PA, which I forget exactly where it. He can easily drive to New York. Obviously, he can drive to IWC, wherever that particular event is in Pennsylvania, but it's western Pennsylvania, and then we have us in northeast Ohio, still within a good uh, driving distance. But hey, we'll we'll obviously see where it goes. And um, shit, if you're listening to this, tweet at Wrestling Cheers and let us know where you think Adam Cole is going to be uh, on day two, or how he's going to be involved in the show. Uh, Might even post a tweet about it here soon. Anyway, also... We can we can briefly touch on them, but uh, 
I think only one of us is guaranteed to attend both of them, and that is the After Parties AIW. We have the first one, day one, is at Nax, and the second one is at Mahal's, which Nax is the official day one After Party. Uh, not only just jail it, if we have a two-day wrestling show, it's day one is Nax, and then day two is Mahal's, which is the regular After Party for AIW. I'm, I believe what you're speaking of is I will be the one attending both, more than likely. Yes. Uh, Caden, I know you want to party super hard, <laughs> but they do have a lot days. of control. One <laughs> of these days. days. We'll get you a fake ID. Nobody will even, nobody will, <laughs> nobody will tell. Sam 18. We'll get in Probably. Good. We can do this. We can make it happen. But yeah, I will be at both. So if anybody listening to this will be at both, uh, I'm buying a house, so my money's tight. So if you wanted to buy me a drink, uh, I would not decline a free drink. I'm just putting it out there. I will be purchasing my own drinks because I'm not that much of a bum. But if you wanted to buy me a free drink, I will be at both both after parties. I think Laporta said he was going to buy you a beer. Laporta is always good for a beer because he's my dude. I'll go. I'm probably going to day one, day two. I'm normally with like when it comes after regular AIW shows and day two, I just go home and relax. I don't. I, don't, I got a hotel for. Only day one, which I am sad. I missed out on the AIW hotel, which was $55 for one night. I'm going to a place that it's 100 and I think I'm paying like 120 something for one night. Could you not cancel? No, like the AIW rooms are sold out. I called directly. Oh, they are? Yeah. And I was like, like, oh, I want to, I think I called them on last Friday. I was like, can I get a room for next set Friday? And they're like, we're all sold out. Jeez. Yeah. So they went quick, but like what? What it's kind of luckily, a I am splitting it with a friend, with uh, Kevin Watson, and Watson. Watson. Uh, we are splitting the room, so I'm roughly paying fifty five dollars, closer to sixty dollars split. I can promise you, your room is probably going to be nicer than any room at the Hojo. Not to bring down the good name of the Hojo. I mean, it's it's, but it's better than the the, the regular. It's, it's Hotel, much better than America's Best Value. That is. That is for sure. When I, w- I had a room last year with two other people, the shower, it was supposed to be one of those where you were on the faucet, you pull up a tab, and the shower goes. Yeah, you pulled up the tab, nothing happened. We ended up having to take showers in Thorne's room. Like, it was that bad. Like, that hotel is a complete hole in the wall. But yeah, but we're going, to, uh, Watson and I, we will be staying at the Holiday Inn, which is actually, like, right across the street. So it's like, hey, Yeah, it's... We're, it's right there. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're kind of by everything. I mean, we're still within the same vicinity of everything. Bob, instead of Bob Evans being in, in the same parking lot, it's right across the street. But I was planning on going to Bob Evans. But if we want to get into other things going on, we have footage for the Powerbomb movie uh, documentary uh, being filmed in Mount Carmel. I think, what is it? You have to be there between was it 7.30 and 8? Between 7.30 and 8. Yeah. That's early, guys. That's early. You guys can enjoy that. I will likely still be asleep. I'm saying fuck it, because I know how sleep was for WrestleMania weekend. Instead of doing it for a couple straight days, I'm going to do it for one day. And I'll come home on Saturday night and sleep in my bed and sleep however fucking long I want. I'm going to be living off monsters that day, too. Because you're a grown-ass adult, Justin Summers. That's what grown-ass adults do. Yes. (sighs) MDK, baby, MDK. But that's going on, and it's like four hours, so it seems like we won't get out of 
that until close to noon. And then other activities going on for Jay of the Weekend, we have, uh, there's a group of guys throwing together a tailgate party. You can find them on Twitter at, I believe, Ringside Guys. I'd have to pull up. I can look really quick. Uh, let me pull it up. They're really nice people. I don't... They, they are. I, I mean, hate to say this, but I don't really remember their names. I bet them the one time they, like, the last time they threw a cookout. I went over there. I mean, mind you, I was drinking, so I don't really remember. And Adam Laporta was with me, and he was drinking, and he doesn't remember no. anybody's names. So I don't know. I can't remember their names. It was two guys and this girl. They were both, they're, All three yeah. of them were super nice. It's at uh, Ringside Guys on Twitter. Um, yeah, I just found it, at Ringside Guys. Yeah, it seems to be their whole, I don't want to say gimmick, but yeah. they want to do tailgating for AIW, which actually works out because for those who don't know, back in... Wow, what Shayla that we did we do tailgate? I did it. I did it the first, or not the first, the second and the third Jayla. I did them, and then I did one during Wrestle Rager weekend. I believe I did one during Wrestle Rager weekend. You anyway, did. So it's it's yeah, it's kind of a way to bring everybody together. I mean, that's the the tailgating that we did for the Jayla weekend, whatever year that was, when we did a, oh, we did the donut burgers. And everything. It was a cold day too. I thought it was what sucked. It was just yeah. It wasn't a nice May day. It was like a little bit colder. I want to say both years that I did it, the weather ended up being. I think the first year it was kind of rainy. Not that it was like super downpour, but I think it was like misty and cold. And then the second year was just really bitter cold. Yeah, but I remember that's the first time I met uh, Ichiban. He might have been coming to shows prior to that, but that's like the first time I ever got to talk to him. And yeah, he he showed up to one of them. What sucks uh, is, like, because of just how things have worked out in a lot of our lives, we haven't been able to do tailgating, and then these guys come over, and they're just like, we're going to start doing tailgating. It's like, thank you. We've been needing you. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, not just that. I, they're, Money. They they do it a lot better than I did. I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I wasn't necessarily going out there and doing the best stuff. They bring really, like, everything they brought last time was really good quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I, they weren't even asking for money. I don't know what they're going to do this time. Uh, uh they already, I'll say if, if I can, I'll give them a few bucks if that's what they want. If they say, don't worry about it, I might, I'll still probably try to give them a couple bucks. They had alcohol when I was there. They had non-alcohol. They had brats. They had burgers. They had veggie dogs for the vegetarians. Uh, they had potato salad that was vegan and potato salad that wasn't vegan or like macaroni salad that wasn't they had they had a bunch of options for whatever you were into it was uh last time we were there gary barnage came up and gary barnage came up to the uh uh came up to the tailgate matthew mcconaughey's in town maybe he'll show up <laughs> who knows uh they, they did have said on twitter that they picked up burgers dogs water and beer for the weekend obviously you can uh, they have said in a, a previous tweet it was like about a week or so ago that you can definitely bring stuff i'm gonna bring i have a, like i literally have this drawer that has a stack of beer koozies and i hardly ever drink in public like that to where i need one so i'm bringing all of them with me so and also uh they have talked about uh, getting red cups so we're going to be in a not only a church parking lot but a school parking lot so we want to be as good as possible on not getting busted for anything. And it's Justin, you're a way better person than I am. <laughs> Me and Adam, totally open drinking right there in the middle of the parking lot. I we didn't get in trouble. The cop did come up. I guess maybe respectfully we should have been hiding a little bit better. But me and Laporta, not a single fuck given. 
breakfast drinking in the public. For, for a normal show, yeah, but like they're talking about starting at right around noon, which will be when everything ends for the movie shooting. So it kind of makes that's when I drink. <laughs> it kind of how it works. It kind of makes sense to conceal a little bit. So yeah, I guess during the day. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I'm there. I'll be drinking. I'll be eating. I'm gonna hopefully. Hopefully, I'll be able to pull out my, uh, I got this nice big speaker, the Bluetooth speaker, nice big portable Bluetooth speaker that has a microphone hook up to it. Who knows what's going to be going on. Hopefully, I'll be able to get that thing out there, and I'll, that'll, be, that'll be my addition to the party. Also going on for day two, I, I, I mentioned this on the Wrestling Cheers Twitter, and I have one interview uh, set up at some point for Jail at Weekend, and I'm hoping to get it done I could, like, hold off and not say anything to not jinx it, but I think it's going to get done one way or another. And that is, that'll be it'll be my first live interview. I've done a couple interviews before. Like, I did, I think, one with Jessica High, another one with Justin LaBar. But those were, like, back in 2012. So I haven't really got to do a real interview of someone of noteworthy. I mean, I've interviewed kind of friends for some podcasts and some stuff. But for this show, this will be definitely the first one for the Ohio Indie Report Actually, no, I forgot. I did do one with Joe Dombrowski years ago, too. But definitely the first one for Wrestling Cheers, and that will be none other than the Handicap Hero. Um, I was going to say one half, but he's technically, there's more than one member of... Oh, why am I blanking on their name? Uh, oh, I even called them, almost called them the wrong name. No strings attached. Uh, Gregory Iron... So, looking forward to that interview, and we m- might be getting an interview with uh, Josh Bishop, a trainee for an, uh, an AIW. This will be his first match this weekend, and the what I want to do with the interview is I want to interview him before Back to the Future Cup and have a nice sit-down with him and, like, obviously add in his thoughts for his match and then do a brief thing after the match or later on that night, so we get the before and after his debut. I mean, not a lot of people know that much about him, and I'll admit, I don't really know that much about him, but this will be a chance to everybody to learn something. So I'm, I'm looking forward not only the challenge of doing that interview, but I, th- I think it's a, uh, it was a really good idea. It was actually uh, proposed, or it uh, was uh, suggested by at Pod Van Dam on Twitter, and thank you, thank you for that idea. I think it was really really good and i have a couple more that i'd like to get but those are the two that i'm sticking with the only thing is with everything going on it's hard to pinpoint when i'm going to have time to set everything up because this is like this isn't just an interview where i'm gonna grab my cell phone and talk like that like i have an official setup i have the mic that i'm now using i have a mixer and i have four handheld mics that i can use and i got some mic stands that i that are actually i just bought last night on amazon so like Trying to make this a little bit more professional, making it sound good, and this will be the first shot of that. And actually, before before we finish the jailet, let's fucking talk about Back to the Future Cup. Luckily, it's not a lot of matches have been announced, or according to the five matches, I believe so. I have to pull up. I think it's I think it's five matches, and then I think there's the four. There's the four title or four tournament matches, mm-hmm. and then I think that after that, there's just a four way to see who wins the tournament. If I'm not mistaken, how that works. And actually, I think I think there actually might be six matches announced. Isn't there a, the, for that one four way match? There's a tag match. Oh yeah, there's the uh, scramble. 
Scramble, scramble, that's what I'm thinking. There's a scramble. And there's the tag, too. I'm looking for the scramble right now. I have all the tournament matches in front of me. I see the tag match. Kaden, did you do a Back to the Future Cup album yet? Nope. I have not. Ugh. This is where we need Wait. to. Because Wait to drop the ball, Kaden. Because I know. No, I'm behind. Sorry. No, no, no. It's not. It's not your uh, fault. The, the AIW albums. No, Kaden. It is your fault. Don't let Justin talk. <laughs> don't let Justin talk us out of this. There it is. I found it. The Back to the Future non-tournament student scramble is Big Twin Tucker versus Chase Oliver versus Kurt Hertz versus Trey Lamar versus Parker Price versus Joshua Bishop. Well, on the album on the AIW Facebook page, it has five photos. So you have your normal Back to the Future Cup one. You have three tournament matches and you have the scramble match. The tag match isn't on here and the other tournament match isn't on here. So that's what I was The tag about. match... The tag match is Dr. Dan and Brian Carson versus Weird, Weird World. World. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three matches right here that I see tournament-wise, Malcolm Monroe III versus Jonathan Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Gray versus Garrison album. King. Okay, AJ Green versus AJ Gray versus Garrison King. Uh, PB Smooth versus Philly Collins. And then the other one is Philly... Tro- or not Philly, uh, what's his name? Marino Traglavaglia. Caden. Marino Tanaglia. Tanaglia versus Kobe Red. There it is. I figured it out, guys. I was going to say Tanaglia. That's that's what I was going to say. Who's I would have never guessed that. Who's your guys' pick to win the Back to the Future Cup last year? was Frankie Flynn, which I don't think anybody had. Uh... I would go PP Smooth would have to be the odds-on favorite, right? I mean, he's the biggest. We've seen the most of him. I mean, it's I would go PP Smooth. I think I threw this out early in a private chat with Caden, and that's uh, I'm gonna go Garrison King. That's also my pick. He hasn't been on a lot of shows, but I think he has a chance of winning. He's the king and all. So indeed, but. Please don't forget about the Back of the Future Cup. That is another part of this crazy weekend. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just kind of like glossing over it really quick, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. And there's that. And then did you mention another event happening during Jaylet weekend is Colt Cabana is doing a live art of wrestling as well on Saturday. It's a very jam packed Saturday. Yeah, that's. And I think do we know is that going to be is that in between shows? I don't announce when it is yet. I think that's what they did last time. Yeah, I think they did it between shows. That's why Back to the Future Cup only has, like, six matches or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, seven, if you count yeah. the finals. Which, it is a three o'clock bell time on Saturday. Three right. o'clock. Yeah, three o'clock. Long yeah. day. That gives us three hours to party in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm down. To make things happen. All right, so with all of that, I think we've covered everything but the the, the final bracket, bracket C or uh, whatever you want to call it. Start with Caden's favorite wrestler in the world, Sean Schultz versus All Ego Ethan Page. This is the battle of the custom theme. I'm I'm glad he's somebody else's favorite wrestler too because he's definitely one of my favorites. The worst. I was going to say the worst. <laughs> I, was say, I wouldn't say he's the worst, Caden, but I I share your sentiment. I don't I don't get it. Uh, but 
it is what it is. Yeah, what are you going to do? Un unfortunately, I don't have the video set on this call. Because I had a feeling when I called him uh, Caden's favorite wrestler, he was giving us death glares. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. But you know what? I think Sean Schultz is going to win this one, just in spite. I wouldn't be surprised. So I'll agree with you. <laughs> as much as I would hate to pick against Ethan Page, I feel like they can do a lot of stuff with Ethan Page on day two. I'm also going to have to go with Sean Schultz. But I'm going to feel like they could do... I'm going to go with Ethan Page only because I feel like they're going to try to give Sean, Sean Schultz something more than like the multi-man scramble match on day two that they do with all the people who they can't find the spots for. I mean, technically, if he wins, he'll be in a fatal four-way match. But it's not really like a, it's not like an AIW scramble match type situation, though, you know? I mean, it's not, but close. But it's not. But, but it, it is. But it's close. I'm not saying it is exactly, but I'm like, it is close. Look, man. All squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. I mean... That's all I'm trying to say, man. That's all I'm trying to say. 99 cents isn't necessarily a dollar, but it's pretty close. But it's not. But it's close. But it's not. But it's close. I'm going to move forward a couple matches, obviously, but we're still in the same bracket. We have not Dick Justice, Matt Justice versus Facade. I'm gonna... This is also kind of like a Lucha match, in a way. Yeah. I I want to go facade. Actually, no, no, no. Justice been on a roll. Ah, um, no, no, no. Yeah, I'll go. He lost the purple tights match. My bad. Yeah, he's only won one match technically since he came back. Yeah, I'm gonna go Matt Justice. Or he hasn't won anything since he came back. So Has what he? you're saying is, what Justin said, he's been on a roll. He's been on a roll, losing. So this is a turn. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's that's it. He's on. He's been. He's been building up momentum to get his big win mm -hmm. here. That's what it's been. Yep. That's how you put a spin on it, guys. Yep. It's politics. I'm going with Facade. And like I said, I'm going Justice. And I'm going to go Justice, too. Colt Cabana versus Space Monkey. I'm, I'm looking forward to this match. I love comedy matches, and I think Cabana and Monkey can be hilarious. But I'm not going to go into too much detail. I think it's pretty easy to figure out that Colt Cabana's going to win. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'll pay everybody who listens to this podcast five dollars. Ooh, five dollars money. $5. I uh, will not do that, but I will also <laughs> pick Cole Cabana. <laughs> if Cole Cabana, if Cole Cabana loses, I will accept a drink from everybody who's listening to this podcast. How about that? Is that does that work the same? Oh uh, yeah. So there you go. See, Cadence doesn't work the same. I'll take it. If Colt Cabana wins, you can't accept drinks. I will still accept <laughs> drinks. I am a very... Uh, it's it's very rude to not accept a gift from somebody. Mm -hmm. So if someone were to gift me alcohol, it'd be rude for me to say, Oh no, sorry, I can't drink that. I'm a gentleman, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Absolute gentleman. Sure. All right, the last match. The match that I dubbed that AIW get, keeps giving me matches with this wrestler that I never knew I wanted, and that's Swoggle versus Mordecai. We already talked about Mordecai earlier, and technically we've already talked about Swoggle earlier, too. I think I think Mordecai moves on. Oh, uh, yeah, this is a difficult one. I'm, I'm going to go with Swoggle. Let me ask you a question, Caden. How old were you? When Mordecai debuted. What year was it? 
Uh, do you remember Mordecai debuting? This is this is this is a legitimate question. I'm I am I am wondering. I'm not saying this is a knock on you or anything of that sort. I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, so no. Gotcha. Because you were really young. Yeah. He did maybe like 2005, correct? Uh, I feel like it was before that even. And I, it was 2004 or 2005. Let me see. I'm pulling it up on Wikipedia right now. I just, I, I just, I really want to know this because it was a while ago. It definitely was a while ago. Well, let's see, Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai. This is one thing that I have with younger wrestling fans, especially ones right around his age, and maybe even a little bit older, is my favorite moment in wrestling. It was 2004, April 2004. Okay, he was four. So, Caden wasn't even alive <laughs> he was for my favorite moment in wrestling ever, and that was Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart in the Iron Man match. Yeah. Like, I'll never forget watching that match, and Caden wasn't even thought of. I I remember that match as well, because my uncles had bought the pay-per-view. They had bought WrestleMania that year for me to watch WrestleMania at my uncle's house, and they almost never... I mean, my family was never super into the idea of me being a wrestling fan, but my uncles loved Roddy Piper, and when I told them Roddy Piper was going to be on the... Uh, had a match, they were all for getting the WrestleMania... I, but, I remember it because it was my 10th birthday. 10th birthday. Yep. I don't know. I can't remember how old I was. What, that was 20... No. Yeah, it was, what, 20... 21 years ago. 21 years ago? So I was 7. I was 7. Yeah, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> or I was 6. I was 7 or 6. Anyway. See, Caden, you could have been watching Mordecai at 4. I was 6 years old watching WrestleMania. <laughs> and remembering it. I don't know. That's weird. It's weird to think that it was in 2004. So, Caden, are you picking Hornswoggle because you remember him more? <laughs> or have you gone back and looked at... Have you gone back and looked at Mordecai and the character of Mordecai? The four matches that he had? Yeah, the four matches that he had. And did you watch his Hear Me, Fear Me promos? I need to. You do, because they're fantastic. All the vignettes leading up to him. And then, I mean, from there... He returned in 2006. So now we're looking at you at six years old, Caden, mm -hmm. in 2006, right? Still was not watching wrestling. Still not watching wrestling. So you don't even know Kevin Thorne. I know of Kevin Thorne. You know of Kevin DVDs. Thorne. DVDs, yes. All the DVDs. All the DVDs. That's just, it's just crazy to me to think that this guy has had three... He's had two characters in the WWE... And you haven't, you weren't watching wrestling to see any of them. It's just mind blowing. I saw Kevin Thorne last year. Now I'm getting to see Mordecai this year. There you go. Which is more than I've seen of either of them because I don't think I saw him as Kevin Thorne live. I'm curious, Caden. What was your first wrestling memory? Uh, while, while you're thinking about it, this is a way we can you can really see the difference and the, the age differences. My first. Wrestling memory, which I, I was watching wrestling prior to it. I just don't remember as much about it because my dad always watched it. But the first thing that I vividly remember was Lex Luger slamming Yokozuna on the aircraft carrier. I I'll, that's the first thing you remember? That's the first thing I, like, because I would watch it, but I wasn't really wasn't, like, paying attention or connecting the dots with all the storylines. Because I remember I liked, I liked Razor Ramon when he was a bad guy. And, uh... Couple other people like I don't. I was I loved. I was a big fan of Crush, 
so that even gets back into like 92 but the first one that like i i really like really started paying attention was that like i, I could tell you wrestlers but i couldn't tell you shit about storylines well that's i'm looking at it so that was that was july 4th 1993 yep. now i'm going back to sim- like a very simple wrestling memory i have it's not the first one i remember but it's one of the ones that i remember really clearly because it terrified me and it was the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior feud. And that was going on, uh, let me see if I can find it, May 19th, 1992. So this is like a full year earlier than that. And like I'm saying, that's not even like my first wrestling memory. Mm-hmm. That's just one that I remember very clearly because it was, I don't know, do you guys, do either of you know the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior? Like what ended up happening with Ultimate Warrior, like throwing up? Oh, yeah. And Papa Shango putting a curse on him? Yep. Yeah, that's, I... I I very vividly remember Ultimate Warrior, like, curled over, puking out, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I very, very vividly remember that. But that's not even, like, my first wrestling memory. I mean, I, 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 I don't know if either of you know this. I, I might have mentioned it to, on, a, on a past podcast or something like that. My first, my first compound words, like, people say, like, Mom and Dad. My first compound words were Hulk Hogan. So... <laughs> so awesome. I was saying, like... I can say, like, Mom, Dad, Yes, No, and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so, I mean, there's... I, 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 I'd be very hard-pressed to think what my first memory was. I mean, I remember... I remember a lot of stuff from before I was born, too. Not necessarily, like... like Obviously, I wasn't watching it before I was born, but, like, my dad was a wrestling fan. So, like, I remember seeing, like, Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy at WrestleMania two when I was really young. And that was easily before... The Ultimate Warrior, Papa Shango, throwing up thing, which I was born in '88, so I was I wasn't even four yet mm. with the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior thing. So like at the age of three, I'm remembering this stuff. Uh, it's just me. I don't know. It's weird. So Caden, did you? So in my in my diatribe and in Justin's memory, have you thought of your first memory of wrestling? Like the first thing that pops into my head when it comes to wrestling is. Because I went to my first show within, like, three months of me starting to watch wrestling. It is Big Show versus Jamie Noble <laughs> from a SmackDown Live event. <laughs> that's that's pretty fantastic. So, wait, what year was that, then? When did you start watching wrestling? Um, December of 2007. Okay. I was at the SmackDown before WrestleMania in uh, 2008. So you, so you just missed Kevin Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did a dark match because it was like the Actually, ECW SmackDown double taping. I was going to say, from what I just saw in 2007, he tried to reinvent his character. But I don't know. I'd have to go back to the Wikipedia page. And that just seems like a lot of work right now. Up there is, let's see, where was it at? That's Adam Cole's page. Yeah, in December 2007, he tried to re re-debut a new look. And then he got sent back to OVW. Then yeah, that it happened. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It was insane. Like I was a legitimate adult by that point. <laughs> I was as well. <laughs> I was an out of high school, working full time. I went to my first full size adult. I went to my first WWE show in a long time, but my first pay per view what like one year later with Unforgiven. What in two thousand eight? That uh, was the uh, scrambles, that. right? Yeah, that was the uh, the elimination. The, the not the, the championship. championship scrambles. Yeah, I was at that. Uh, that was actually one of my first shows that I had gone to in a while too. 
as far as wrestling goes. I was going to a lot of shows by myself around then. All my friends were in college, and I'd, I'd re-fallen in love with, uh, with live wrestling because none of my friends were into wrestling in high school, so it was just me watching it on TV, and then slowly but surely that's when I found the indies and blah, 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 and all the rest is history. The crazy thing about that is if you go to the part where Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho and they go into the crowd. Yeah. For a brief second, and I have this on Instagram, you can see myself and Adam Laporta years before we knew each other, and we're in the same frame. I think like that's fucking nice. Because I think I, I pointed out in a group chat, because uh, I know I'm on the, the far left, and Brock Lesnar guy, before everyone knew him as Brock Lesnar guy, was the far right. And I posted it in a private chat, and someone was like, that's Laporta in the middle. I'm like, what? Oh my god, I didn't fucking even notice him. Because obviously this is uh, longer hair Laporta. So I wasn't even thinking about it, but now it's like, it's crazy, like, now we're, you know, we're friends and everything. Gotta love long hair Laporta. Yep. Now you got no hair Laporta, because he's balling real bad. And also, uh, to bring it all around, something that was mentioned today on Facebook, Dustin, me and you read a show together, along with Gregory Iron, the yes. WrestleMania 10 Revenge Tour, which that was my very first show. I don't think it was my first show. That's that's when things start to get a little hazy, too, because I don't remember being at the Richfield Coliseum. I thought it was at the Gund Arena. No, was but I was also, I mean, I was four, five. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't super old. Yeah. I remember walking around the arena, seeing the posters. I remember sitting there watching the matches. I don't remember the matches that well. Oh, and then, But I know that before that, I had gone to a show at the Richfield Coliseum. And I, for some reason, it's just a memory that I have, Lex Luger came out. I don't remember what show it was. My dad, I've asked him before, and he said he doesn't know me, just taking the wrestling shows. But I feel like I was at one of the Survivor Series, it was at the Richfield Coliseum. If then, but I don't remember. It had to be 92. For sure. Because Survivor Series 92 was, at, was there. And was Luger there? Because I just remember it. I remember that very vividly as well. But I don't remember anything else besides seeing Lex Luger and him being huge. And we were like right by the, I don't know. Yeah, he's, isn't he seen the main event? Let's see. Survivor Series ninety two. Ramon and Macho Man versus or Ramon and Flair versus Knots versus Macho Man are perfect. Because that's when Warrior uh left and they replaced him. They completely like changed the, the storyline. I thought I thought Luger might be in there. But yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. Pulling it up right now. I'm here. Like Let's see. Like, that was the only event I ever went to the Ritual Coliseum. Like, I mean, the only wrestling event. I think I also went to, like, Disney on Ice and Ringling Brothers, Barney and Billy Circus. Uh, Those are the I only things remember. I re- vividly remember being there for. I don't see. Because that was, in, that was in 94, and the Gun Arena was built, what, the next year? Yeah, 95, I think it opened. Yeah. I don't think that Luger was on that match. Was it 92? Look, uh, results. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't know what we, we have to probably have to just check the Yeah, it's the Richfield Coliseum events. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kinda crazy. Me, you, Greg. Then like like I said, that yeah. was at least my first show and I think that was Greg's first show too. What I remember buying that night was or having bought for me Razor Ramon, Razor Necklace, the Intercontinental Championship, obviously the foam one back in the day, and the Tatanka Tomahawk. All three I do not have anymore. I had a, the one that lasted the longest was my Tatanka Tomahawk, a freaking friend I was using as a prop at a at a talent show, 
and a friend of mine who was, who was using it, I should say, he like broke it, and I was so pissed because I'm. I'd be pissed it's too. Not like I can go out. Disrespectful. To was like not like I can go out to a store and buy another one, especially at that point. We're talking that it was a difference of like maybe close to five years. So like those days were long gone. But anyway, let's uh let's start to wrap things up here. And just so you know, one more time, the JLIT, the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament 2017, 24 person tournament this Friday and Saturday, May 26th and 27th, with 7:30 bell time for both days at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. I do believe there are some front row seats left, but they are only selling them in the three day pack or the three event pack, two day pack. And also Back to the Future Cup with a 3 o'clock bell time, same venue. We also have the Powerbomb sh- uh, footage shooting on Saturday morning. Show up between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. We have the tailgating at noon. Both nights of after parties. And a live Art of Wrestling recording. It's it's going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy fucking weekend. And before we go, can we get any final thoughts or last-minute plugs? Or just um, also your winners... You're, you're, I think we already kind of went over them, but just read them one more time. Let's start with Dustin. Um, right now, anything fun that I have going on is on hold, so I'm not even going to... I haven't put out a podcast in months. I've been busy. It's been it's been a while. I've been really busy. Uh, the guy who I was doing the MMA podcast with, he moved into a new house, and he, had a re- he was redoing that whole thing, and now I'm moving into a new house, and I'm redoing that whole thing. So, that whole mess has been put on hold for a while. Uh, but, it'll, I mean, it'll, it'll be done sooner or later. We'll get back to it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at RevTintin. You can find me on Instagram now. I haven't posted on there in a while either, but uh, I, I did tell somebody I was going to start using it more often. So, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, at RevTintin. Um, find me on Facebook. Dustin Alberti. Uh, I don't post too much political stuff, so that's like a plus for most people. And when I do, it's normally just because it's something completely savage that somebody said about somebody. Um, and yeah, I think Guido's gonna win it. I've been I've been saying this since Guido was announced that was like as like the second person announced for the tournament. Uh, and yeah, like I said, if you if you see me and I don't have a beer in my hand over this weekend, I'm not gonna turn down a free beer. You haven't posted anything since November twelfth on Instagram. Uh, I'm talking about on uh, like oh like on, water. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like Which I said, it's you been don't a few even months. have the wrestling podcast up there anymore. No, I, I took down a lot of it. Uh, there was an issue with I. It, it's a whole mess. Like I said, it was it was a bunch of stuff. Uh, I had it on SoundCloud and everything filled up, so I took off some stuff to make some stuff fit, and then I needed to wait to see if I could get a. I, I basically was waiting for like disposable income to have to set up the account to be able to hold more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 all mindless, boring stuff. But yeah, it's it's been a while since I posted one. Uh, I had, even though I posted one in November, I know that we had had one that I did in like mm, I want to say January. I did one, mm-hmm. but it. The file got corrupted and it all got messed up, which really sucked. But you know, that's so that's how that goes. I mean, you're still a part of this show. I will always be part of this show. I know that. I, I actually, 
you had asked me to be on the first two, and I, I had said no only because, like I said, I was moving into a new house, and uh, I'm still moving into a new house, but I, I thought Jayla would be one that I didn't want to miss, so I'm sitting in a, the wife's grandparents' basement in the dark with the Cavs game going is the only light that I have, well, which Cavs won. Yeah, it's over now. And like I said on Facebook, I don't like going up one three to three to one. Eh, not worried about it. Since since when has that been bad for a Cleveland sports team? Uh, November. You shut your horn mouth. <laughs> yeah, I think I wanted, that never happened. I think I wanted you to. I wanted you to be on in the last episode, but because I know like me and Caden are good together, but sometimes I, I don't want to like anybody feel like they're being left out. No, yeah, and that's I. I do like I said I. I, I almost said no to this one, but I was like, you know, I'm going to do Jaylet because, you know, we're here. And I didn't know if I'd be in. In theory, I was hoping to be in the house by now, but it's looking more like it's going to be this weekend, you know, just to add on top of Jaylet weekend. Yeah. It's going to be me moving into a house. And I'm, and I'm kind of looking for people to come on this show. I mean, we are. It's just like. It, oh, yeah. It's just an. A- we're friendly. Yeah, we are friendly. It's just an Join a- AIW fan cast. It's, it's great if I know who you are. Like, not just some random nobody, or at least... I'm not going to lie, Justin. I want to get some people who I don't know. Well, I, I mean, even I want to get those people I have no idea who they are. Well, it, it'd be fun to, like, learn about them a little bit off the show. Yeah. That's what... I mean, it just it just takes that. I know recently, um, I did start listening to uh, Pod Van Dam, which I know the, the one guy from the show has been coming to... AIW for at least a little while now and since he does podcasts I did happen to listen to some of his AIW stuff and I was like hey man if you want to you know feel for you want to well if you ever want to come on to our show and talk about AIW let me know and he's like oh yeah like I don't get to talk about AIW much because my other the other guy on the show doesn't doesn't go I'm just like this is like yeah that, like that, that kind of thing is like I want people to come on this show I want to want to try to bring in more people because it just goes with the whole theme of you know resting cheers everybody knows your name I, I want AIW to be a nice, comforting place for people, and I've kind of tried to work with a few other podcasts, and but I I want to have people come on come on to this show and work with with other shows. I did kind of like reach out to one other show, and they really haven't got back to me, which honestly kind of annoys the shit out of me. But I'll get to that. Uh, not on this show. I don't want to like bash them or anything. But let's bury people. Come on, that's what we're here for, right? <laughs> let's just bash everybody. Talk about how much Donald sucks. Donald, you suck. Well, everybody knows that. <laughs> but anyway, um, Caden, what other uh, plugs and everything do you have? Final thoughts and your Jaylit winner. Said it earlier. Hot sauce is winning Jaylit. And for my plugs, like usual, at KVR two one six on Twitter and YouTube. Those are the two big things I plug. And Instagram. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's also at KVR two one six. Sometimes I get confused because you're KVR216, and then I got a friend of mine who's KRV216. Oh, boy. That sounds That's confusing. Let's bury KRV216. No, because I, I went to school with him, and he, he's a really good dude. I have nothing with him whatsoever. Let's bury Stefan. Stefan, your jokes aren't funny. Stop yelling all the time. <laughs> bury, bury everybody. Must, I must start just shooting on the ground. So everybody, gotta watch out. I'm coming for coming for everybody's head. Okay, what about Ed? Ed, nobody cares you're straight edge. Nobody thinks you're cool because you hate people that everybody else likes. <laughs> we get it, you're edgy. Ooh. Uh Leonard Pibbs. Which I, I, I 
almost let a Leonard Bibbs reference not happen on the show, but there it is. Why would I? Why would I bury Leonard Bibbs? The only thing I bury about Leonard Bibbs is the fact that he he no longer will embrace going hard. Now he wants to keep it cool. I respect wanting to keep it cool. But Leonard Bibbs, every once in a while, you got to go hard. It's just the way life is. I've been living my life that way my entire life. Sometimes you keep cool, keep cool all you want. But sometimes you got to embrace going hard, Leonard Bibbs. Got to embrace going hard. And we'll end it off with Justin Doan. Justin Doan. I don't think you could say anything to bury Justin Doan because he just accepts all of his flaws and he he's very self-empowered and I like that about him. He kind of looks like a rat, but I think he knows that. I don't think anybody, I don't think that's any news to anybody, but respect. I can respect that you can't really bury him because he just, he goes with the flow of it. It's kind of like me. If someone says something mean about me, I'm like, sweet. I'll take it for what it is. You can't bury somebody who is unburyable. There's always a way to bury anybody. All I'll, I'll, I'll say about Justin Doan is Justin Doan is, should be inspiration for everybody out there because if he can procreate, so can you. That's right. <laughs> Justin Doan making children. What have you made in your life, guys? A podcast that you guys are on. A podcast. <laughs> a podcast. It's like a child. Which, speaking of which, uh, you can find myself at heavyset330 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find this show at Wrestling Cheers on Twitter. Not on Instagram yet. I've thought about creating one for it, but I'm kind of too lazy. Uh, also, at uh, you can, if you want to email us, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Um, hope to get some interviews for Jayla Weekend and uh, get them here on the show. And we have actually not too long after this, we should have a ha- have another episode up. Maybe. I don't think we've done a bar show show yet but um night of the creeps which will be june 10th i believe yes i'm pulling it right up now at tequila jack 7 30 bell time and i think we, we already got one match already announced and that's uh Dennis LeRae versus shana baszler that's going to be awesome i respect it i i'm definitely looking forward to it but uh that'll wrap it up for this show we hope to see you there for at least one of the nights of JLit or both nights or the after parties or in, and we have a lot a lot of stuff going on so please come join the fun and that will do it for us here on wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name and uh hey i guess you're buying us drinks at the after party later <laughs>